time to meet the next generation of Columbus Blue Jackets. This is the Pipeline Podcast, presented by Ruoff Mortgage. Let's see who's coming down the pipeline today with your host, Dylan Tyre. We're in for a big-time episode of the Pipeline Podcast this week as we're set to be joined by the guy the Blue Jackets selected in the third round, 96th overall in this past summer's NHL entry draft in his hometown of Montreal. That is right-shot winger Jordan Dumais. Dumais is certainly a polarizing prospect. A lot of people thought he might go higher in the draft. People thought he could go lower. But all this guy does is produce. He's a little bit undersized at five foot nine, 174 pounds, but he's confident. He plays with a chip on his shoulder. We'll get to that in the interview. Right now, he's leading the QMJHL in scoring. He's got 54 points on 19 goals and 35 assists through just 25 games this season. And that has him second in scoring in all of Canadian junior hockey behind a guy by the name of Connor Bedard. You maybe have heard of him. He's probably the biggest draft prospect since Connor McDavid in the presumed number one overall pick in this coming summer's NHL entry draft. So that's the sort of season that Jordan Dumais has put together so far. It's really, really good. And not to mention, he had a huge year just a season ago. In his draft year, he put together 109 points on 39 goals and 70 assists over the course of his 68-game schedule with the Halifax Mooseheads. But this is a player that continues to produce no matter the odds. Like I mentioned, he's a little bit undersized, 5'9", 174 pounds, but he plays with a chip on his shoulder. That size doesn't matter to him. In fact, he uses it to his advantage. And I wanted to push this Jordan Dumais interview towards the end of the season. I figured he'd be in that scoring race all season long. And what better time to have a Blue Jackets draft pick on than when he finishes the year leading the Q in scoring or leading the CHL in scoring. That would be a great opportunity, right? But no time is better than the present. And that's because Jordan Dumais just got the invite to Canada's World Junior Camp. He's going to have the opportunity to compete for a roster spot to play in front of his home crowd right now in Halifax in the upcoming World Junior Champion in just a couple of weeks. So this was really the prime opportunity to get Jordan Dumais on the Pipeline podcast. So how about we get right into it? Here he is, Blue Jackets prospect Jordan Dumais. You're a Canadian kid, so very easy to get into the game of hockey north of the border, right? But how did you find hockey? How did you get into the sport? Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I was always around hockey growing up, but uh, main thing was my dad. My dad played hockey growing up, and um, he introduced me to it, and uh, didn't look back since. So I think I was about around four years old. I'm not too sure, but growing up, my dad put me on skates when I was a young age, and uh, just loved the sport. So, do you fall in love with hockey right away, or did it take you a little while? Yeah, I think I did. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, from what I know of, I just always loved it. And uh, as soon as I got on the ice, I mean, it made it a little hard at first, but I still loved it. So what about other sports you played growing up? Did you try some other things out or has it always been hockey for you? Yeah, I play a lot of other sports. I mean, I played some baseball when I was younger. Um, growing up, I played a lot of soccer from my high school and uh, I also played lacrosse. So I was all over the place, but at one point I set to decide a sport and uh, it was obviously hockey to me, so. When did you make that decision where you were going to focus on hockey and stop some of the other stuff? Like, when did hockey become your thing? Yeah, I think like middle of high school, I'd say around like grade nine, grade 10. So I was still playing soccer at that point for my high school. But at one point, just it was either hockey or soccer. But I mean, it was always hockey was always my main one. And uh, yeah, that's when I kind of shifted everything to, towards hockey and uh, made it my main focus. So. So it hasn't been very long for you when you think about it, but it's turned out pretty well. 
What about some of the teams that you were interested in? Did you have a favorite NHL team or favorite NHL players? Yeah, so I mean, growing up around seven or eight, I actually moved to New York City. So I lived there with my family for a bit. And uh, yeah, that's where I started some of my hockey too. So um, my favorite team is the Rangers. I mean, at least I was before. And uh, yeah, I mean, uh, my favorite player too was uh, Patrick Kane. I just loved watching him play and the style of play. So uh, yeah, I mean, Patrick Kane and Rangers is where it all started. So, Oh, interesting. So how long did you live in New York City? Say around two, three years from seven to 10 around there. For my dad's job, we all moved there. And uh, yeah, we eventually moved back here to Montreal. And uh, yeah. What about some players in the National Hockey League that you watch now? Because you're a, a very intriguing player, right? You're a smaller guy. You play with a chip on your shoulder, but you score a lot and you can do a lot of different things on the ice. So are there some guys in the National Hockey League that you try and watch now and maybe model yourself after you? You talked about Patrick Kane, but are there some other guys? Yeah, I mean, like you said, Patrick Kane's my main guy, but I'm obviously uh, the player I am. I like watching guys like Point, the Brain Cat, and the uh, the Goodrow guys like that. I mean, it's it's good to see guys uh, smaller smaller frame like me and uh, look at how they're doing in the NHL. And uh, when I see them doing it, uh, I just tell myself I can't die. So I mean, I like watching those guys and uh, learning from them. So. It's been hard to not pay attention to what you've been doing in the queue this season. You're having a really historic season so far. But for our fans and listeners out there that might not know a whole lot about you, can you describe your game? What type of player you are? Yeah, I mean, I'm an offensive player. I mean, I like to score goals and get points. But um, yeah, I mean, uh, I think I have a good shot. I think my hockey IQ is my best attribute. And uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, I, mean, I think I'm an offensive guy, but I also like to be reliable in my D zone. But um, yeah. I like a Patrick Kane a bit. So when did you realize that hockey could take you somewhere? You know, everybody has that realization that, okay, I'm pretty good and can maybe do something with this. But when did it happen for you? Hockey was always my main thing and I always believed in it. But uh, I think uh, I think maybe the Q draft, that's where you kind of realize that compared to other guys in your your city and stuff like that, where you are. And uh, yeah, that's where I kind of realized um, and told myself, I mean, I think this can be my life and uh, tried to put all of my time and effort into it when I realized so. Have you always been a smaller player? Uh, from what I know of, yeah. I mean, uh, I was never like really, really small growing up. I mean, it was more when I came to the queue and stuff where actually, actually people actually started realizing it. But um, no, actually, I never really found myself small when I was younger until uh, I got the juniors and stuff. So You obviously play with a chip on your shoulder and I take it that you don't really care how big you are. You use your size to your advantage. You win a lot of battles in the corners. Is that something that you take a lot of pride in, maybe being a little bit undersized now and proving people wrong? Yeah, exactly. I mean, this much at the just the player I am. I mean, I don't really mind I'm small or not. It's more the critics and stuff. But uh, yeah, personally, I don't really care. And uh, just try to do my best is what I have. And uh, yeah, like you said, I try to go in the corner still, and I'm not scared of anyone. So I look, uh, I look at myself as six feet tall on the ice, so. All right. Tell me about the draft process. You end up being selected by the Blue Jackets in the third round this past summer in Montreal. Going in, did you think you were going to be drafted higher? Because there were a lot of different people that thought you would go higher. Maybe people thought you would go lower. But uh, what was your feeling going into that draft? Yeah, I mean, I tried to not, not put up too, too many expectations. I mean, I kind of knew where I was ranked and stuff. I mean, whether it was second, third, fourth, I mean, I knew it was around there. So I mean, at the end of the day, I just went to the draft just uh, during the day and just being positive no matter what. And, uh, yeah, that's what happened. I mean, I got drafted in the late third. And the, the Columbus couldn't be happier. So it's a good organization and young guys especially. So, I mean, I think it was a perfect spot for me. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it was a fun day, especially at home in Montreal. I mean, most of my family was there. So, I mean, it was a great day overall. And, uh, yeah, it went really well. So, Did you have any idea it was going to be the Blue Jackets? I'm always curious to see if guys kind of have an inkling who's going to select them. 
Yeah, I know. I no clue. No, I mean, thinking back at it, I did. I did talk to you guys, the scouts, uh, early middle of the season, and but uh, yeah, I mean, I had no clue going to the draft. So, what's it like to be a part of an organization like the Blue Jackets? It's obviously one that has a very bright future. So many exciting young players, and you're a big part of that. Is there, you know, just kind of a feeling of of excitement about the future? The fact that there are so many good young players, and you guys get to come together to try and do something special in Columbus. Yeah, exactly. I mean, when I first got drafted, I knew that it was a young organization that somewhat were in a rebuild. So, I mean, it's great to be part of it. And, uh, yeah, so many young prospects that I'm going to play with. And, uh, I mean, it's great. And uh, I'm excited to be part of the process. So You get selected. You get to celebrate in your hometown of Montreal. And then you're off to Blue Jackets development camp. What was that whirlwind couple of weeks like for you? Yeah, I mean, uh, right after the draft, I mean, he straight to Columbus. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I met some of the guys over there. And, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it was fun. I mean, it was a lot. But uh, at the end of the day, uh, it was cool to get right to Columbus and meet all the guys. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it was fun overall. So, What was development camp like? Was it difficult for you? Was it what you expected? Because there's such a different kind of array of talent out there. There are guys that have played professional hockey before. There are some guys that haven't even tasted junior before. Uh, what was it like for you? What was that experience all about? Yeah, I mean, I didn't really know what to expect going into it, obviously. I mean, uh, going against uh, some of the best players in the world and stuff and the top prospects, I mean, uh, it was cool. I mean, right after the draft, middle of the summer, I mean, uh, the, the practices were pretty hard. Uh, I think it was a good bagger, but I'm um, overall just meeting all the guys and uh, all the rest of the guys in the organization. I mean, uh, it was cool. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was also a yeah, really good competition. So, Do you stay in touch with any of the guys from development camp, any of these Blue Jackets prospects? I know you and James Malatesta trained together at the same gym over the summers, right? But any other guys that you're talking to? I know you were roommates with James Fisher. I just talked to him a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, uh, James, like you said, I mean, I trained with him and uh, we knew each other growing up and stuff. So I'm obviously close to them. But um, yeah, I mean, guys like Dabba Balus too. I mean, he was my roommate too at the main camp. So uh, I'm pretty close with him now. We talk every once in a while. So I mean, uh, yeah, those two guys are the main guys to talk to. So. All right. Tell me about that main training camp. Then you get the opportunity to come to NHL camp, be in the same dressing room, be on the same ice as NHL players. You got into a preseason game. What was that whole experience like? Were you a little bit starstruck when it started out? I mean, not so much, but uh, I mean, it was also unbelievable. I mean, uh, yeah, going to the main camp. I mean, uh, like I said, I didn't know what to expect from uh, playing NHLers, but um, yeah, I mean, I think I was in a group of line and Goudreau over there. And uh, yeah, first practice in, seeing those guys on the ice, uh, it was great. I mean, uh, so fast and big they are. And uh, yeah, you kind of kind of get a feel what it's like to be on the ice with those guys and what they do. So, I mean, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun overall and uh, it was a great experience. Is it kind of a, a measuring stick moment where they're out on the ice, you're on the ice, and you're trying to see how you stack up against them? Yeah, I mean, it's cool. Like you said, yeah, stack up against them and kind of compare yourself to them. And uh, obviously, they're a lot older and more mature, but it's still cool to just, uh, just compare yourself and uh, doing drills on the ice sometimes with them. So, I mean, yeah, it was great overall. What does that do for your confidence? I mean, an experience like that where you not only get to compete against NHL players in camp, but actually play in NHL preseason games, I'd imagine that does a whole lot for you in terms of confidence and just understanding your overall ability going into this season. You had a great year last year, but did something even change going into this year, a, a switch flip or something like that? I think it's just uh, being more mature and being more confident. I mean, obviously going to Columbus camp with against NHLers and stuff. I mean, like I say, you compare yourself to them and see what they do. And uh, yeah, you try to get the most out of that and uh, learn a bit. And uh, yeah, I think I brought some of those uh, things into my season now. And uh, yeah, like I said, just maturing and being more confident, I think just uh, pretty much uh, explains it all. So.
All right. Tell me about going into this season because you were having such a good year this year. You're leading the QMJHL in scoring right now. You're the only 18 year old in the top 10 in scoring and you're leading the league overall. I mean, what's gone right for you? Is it just a a comfortability and a confidence on the ice or are there some things that have all gone into your success this year? Yeah, I think just hard work over the summer. I mean, uh, every summer I'm pretty much training every day on the ice every day. So, um, yeah, I think it's just hard work paying off. But, um, yeah, I mean, I focus on things that I knew. I knew my flaws and I know what to work on. So I, I focus on all of those. And, uh, yeah, things like my speed and my getting bigger, I put a lot of effort in. And uh, I think it's a lot of hard work uh, paying off. And, uh, like you said, confidence and uh, maturing has uh, helped a lot. And uh, I think that's a big part of it. So, How much fun are you having on the ice? I mean, it's a lot of fun. I mean, uh, you know, I'm just trying to do my thing. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it is a lot of fun. I mean, we have a good team. We have a fun team, too. So, I mean, it's good. It's fun off, off and on the ice. So, Have you given any thought to what this season looks like historically for you? At the moment, you're on track to have the highest scoring season in that league since Sidney Crosby over a decade ago now. That's a lot of pressure for a guy. But I assume that you're just taking it one day at a time and having fun out there. Yeah, like I said, I'm just trying to have fun out there. I mean, obviously, at the end of the day, I mean, sometimes you look at the stats, see them on uh, social media and stuff, whether it's my mom sending me them or not. I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day, it's cool just to look at them. And, uh, yeah, obviously, there's uh, still a long way to go during the season. But um, it's nice to be in the conversations, conversations with those type of guys like Crosby and stuff. So I'm really curious about you as a player and how you see the ice and how you find your success because you play the game in such an interesting style It seems like you win all your battles along the boards. You're able to just make tough plays look easy. Is it something about the way that you see the ice? I mean, have you talked with people about this? I don't know. It's the way that you play the game of hockey just looks so unique to me. Yeah, I don't know. I've never really been asked that or never really given a full answer. But um, yeah, I mean, I think it's just my hockey IQ. I think uh, a lot of the time I know where the puck's going and I know when it could come to me and uh, try again those spots. So um, yeah, I think overall, just the way I see the game and uh, I mean, getting to the next level going to be a I think I'm going to try to do the same thing and uh, I mean I know, I know it's a bit different to read the play and stuff but um, I think if I get it get it down I mean I'll be able to do it too so are there things that you learned from Blue Jackets camp and playing in that preseason game that you're trying to apply to yourself now I mean obviously you can't do some of the things that you do in junior in the National Hockey League right the game is faster it's more physical are there some things that you're trying to apply right now as the season goes on yeah obviously I mean when you get into those games the NHLers kind of realize uh what they have on top of you. I mean, like I said before, I mean, my speed and growing is going to be a big thing to get to the next level. But, um, yeah, I mean, no things like you said, there's a lot less time there. So, I mean, may reading the plays a bit different and little things like that. So, I mean, just, uh, yeah, I'm always working on little things and uh, I know what to work on. So, you know, I'm just going to try to do those as much as I can. How often are you in contact with uh, development coaches from the Blue Jackets? I'd say pretty often. I mean, I think they came down uh, once or twice. So, um, yeah, I mean, I talked to them there. And, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I signed two and stuff. So, I mean, I talked to a lot of them there and a lot of guys in the organization. So, and overall, I do I do talk to them a lot. But, um, yeah, they're always uh, always available whenever I need them. So, What are some of the things they're telling you to work on right now? Is it just that continued skating and getting bigger and faster and things like that? Or are there some other details of your game that the Blue Jackets want you to work on too? Yeah, I mean, uh, we talked a bit about that stuff, but um, I mean, at the end of the day, I know what to have to work on. And uh, even if they didn't tell me, I'd be doing the same thing. So, I mean, uh, yeah, it's always things are getting bigger and faster and uh, taking care of myself all season long. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory, but um, at the end of the day, they, they do help me with that stuff and uh, make sure I'm on the right track. So, 
All right. Tell me about signing then, because that happened a couple of weeks ago. First, congratulations. That's got to feel really good to officially be a part of the Blue Jackets organization now. But how does something like that come about? Does your agent give you a call and say, hey, the Blue Jackets are calling. They want to sign you. How did that all happen? Yeah, I mean, they, they kind of go like that. I mean, I, for a few weeks, when my agent was talking to them and stuff. But, I um, mean, yeah, at one point, he told me if they, they agreed to, they want to sign me and stuff. And, uh, I mean, there was obviously a bit of nego- negotiations after that. But um, went pretty quick and smooth. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it ended up happening pretty quickly. So, I mean, it was great for me and my family. So, What were the emotions going through that? Were you just so happy to be able to sign? Yeah, I mean, it's sigh of relief, obviously. I mean, uh Obviously, uh, it was great. I mean, you, you worked your whole life for it, obviously. And uh, I mean, it's kind of an unre- unreal moment. I mean, I haven't, haven't ever really thought of, of it. Uh, I've never really, really thought of it. So, I mean, uh, at the end of the day, and I mean, in, in a few years, I'll look back at it and see how big of an accomplishment it was. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't think I really uh, thought about it, like I said. So, the next step for you is obviously competing to make that world junior roster, right? Uh, it's been announced that you've uh, been invited to Team Canada camp here for the World Juniors, an opportunity to showcase yourself to make this team. What does that mean to you to get that opportunity? Yeah, I mean, it's great. I mean, obviously, I'm still an underager, so, I mean, it's great to be uh, be some of the top, with be against some of the top players in the country. And, uh, I mean, at camp, I'm going to try to do my best. And, uh, yeah, I know most of the guys, so, I mean, all I have to do is just uh, go there and play my game, and uh, hopefully I make the team. But if not... Uh, Still happy that I got invited to the camp and everything. So, I mean, I'll be back next year, maybe. So, are you looking forward to the opportunity to really play with some of the best talent across Canada? I mean, you're going to have some big names there, right? Guys that have been drafted ahead of you, guys that are big time prospects. Are you excited to kind of test yourself and compete with those guys? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I already know most of the names, but um, at the end of the day, it's kind of like an NHL camp where you're going against some of the best players in the world. And uh, yeah, it's going to be great to compare myself to those guys and uh, maybe learn a bit there too, going against those guys in practice, maybe games. So, I mean, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Do you think your game is adaptable to where you can play up and down a lineup? Because obviously there are so many skilled players at that camp and so many skilled players that are going to be on that team. And, you know, whether they give you an opportunity to play on the the first line or the second line in that top six, or if you're going to be a bottom six or a bottom nine player, do you feel like your game can kind of go anywhere? Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, my game, I mean, obviously it's uh, my main one's offensive stuff, but um, they want me to be a power forward or like that kind of like a Marshawn, I could definitely be that. I mean, I like going in the corners and uh, I don't mind playing a gritty game when I want to. So, I mean, uh, I'm available to play anything and uh, I think I'd be able to play any, any situation. So if you were to make this uh world junior roster for Canada, what would that mean? Because the tournament is in Halifax, right? Where you're playing right now. So how cool would that opportunity be not just to represent your country? Because I know the world junior means so much in Canada, but to also play in uh, your hometown right now of Halifax. Yeah, I mean, it'd be unreal. I mean, uh, like you said, just playing for your country is unreal. But on top of it being here at Halifax, I mean, basically my, basically my home now. So, I mean, uh, it'd be unreal playing in front of all my fans and, uh, yeah, representing my country. I mean, it'd be unreal and pretty much a dream come true. So. Tell me about what you're up to during the offseason. Are there NHL players or AHL players or other juniors that we might know that you train with? I mean, the main one, I think, uh, James, I train with pretty often. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, there's a bunch of AHLers and stuff like that in my gym. So, I mean, every few days, I mean, I'll train with different people. But, I mean, I'm usually in the gym every day and uh, I'm usually around those guys, AHL guys and uh, yeah, James, like I said. So, I mean, uh, pretty busy summer, but I'm on the ice a lot with a bunch of different players. So, What other stuff do you get up to during the off season? Are you a golfer? Are you into boating? Stuff like that. What do you like to do in your free time? Yeah, I mean, I golf a lot with my friends. I mean, uh, wouldn't say I'm the best at golf, but um, it's a lot of fun, especially with my friends and some of my family. But um, yeah, so 
my friend has a cottage and we go boating pretty often and uh, yeah just like going out with my friends and stuff so i mean just all things like that golfing and uh different type of activities uh if i'm with my friends it's a uh, it's, it's fun either way so what about uh during the season in your off time are you somebody that reads watches movies watches tv shows what are you into there yeah i mean uh i'll do too much i mean i like hanging out with the guys still but um yeah at home i like to watch a lot of hockey i mean like i said movies uh just keep it simple and try to rest as much as i can but um yeah like i said uh watching hockey is my main one so is it fair to say you're a pretty big hockey nerd then watching all the time and absorbing as much information as possible yeah i'd say somewhat i mean i used to watch a lot more hockey than i do now i mean i used to watch pretty much every game but um yeah i mean uh, i think i definitely still am a bit of a hockey nerd so have you been able to watch many blue jackets games this year I watched a good amount of them, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I watched a lot of clips in uh, some games, so, yeah. Who are some of the guys that you like watching so far? Like watching the Gaudreau and Line, obviously. I mean, it's great. I mean, he's been injured a decent amount, but, I mean, I got like John KJ and uh, guys like that. I mean, the young guys are fun to watch, too. I mean, they're obviously growing, and uh, it's fun to watch them play, so. How excited are you to be able to play with those guys one day? You get to come back to Blue Jackets camp next year and mix it up with those guys. You're really excited about that? Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of fun. I mean, uh, I did, did this main camp too, but I um, mean, yeah, going coming back next year, probably even bigger and uh, better. So, I mean, it'd be a lot of fun going on the S again, those guys again. So, what about the rest of this season? You know, you've got World Junior, like we talked about, upcoming, but after that, you've got a very good team in Halifax. What are your goals for this season as you finish up? Yeah, I think just being a winning team. I mean, obviously, I mean, uh, I think we're loading up a bit and uh, I think we're ready to push for the Mem Cup. So, I mean, uh, I think my main goal now is just trying to win and help my team win. So, All right. Well, Jordan, that's all I got for you. I don't have anything else. I appreciate the time. It was great getting to know a little bit more about you. I'm sure our fans will like it. And good luck the rest of this season. You've been tearing it up so far, so I'm hoping to see that continue for you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. So there you have it from Jordan Dumay. You see what I mean? He's a confident guy. He's got a chip on his shoulder. And just to give you kind of an idea of what that confidence looks like, when we were done recording, I asked him what he thought about being up there in the CHL and scoring with a player of Connor Bedard's caliber. And he said, you know what? I kind of expected to be there before this season started. Based off the year that I had last year, I thought I was going to be right up there with the best. So you can see a very, very confident player. And he just continues to do what he does. He's a smaller guy, but he continues to put up points. He's already got a couple of different hat tricks this season, five-point nights, six-point nights. So one thing is certain, I'm going to keep my eye on Jordan Dumay for the remainder of this season. I want to see what he does in this World Junior camp for Canada. I want to see if he's able to make this World Junior roster. And if he does, who knows where things go for him from there. But he's certainly off to a great start this season. I want to see that continue for him for the remainder of the year. And I want to see success for his team, the Halifax Mooseheads. So I want to say again, huge thank you to Jordan Dumay for taking the time. He's a busy guy right now with everything going on for him. He's a hot commodity right? The leading scorer in the QMJHL. So big thank you to Jordan Dumay for joining us on the Pipeline Podcast. And as always, thank you for being with me. Hope you enjoyed Jordan Dumay, and I'll be back talking to you soon.